DJ and PK, it's time to bring in Nick Ford, University of Utah offensive lineman. He joins us on the Smart Rain guest line. Best State Award winner Smart Rain has an incredible Black Friday offer running for the entire month of November. Smart Rain is giving free controllers along with a free Apple iPad to commercial properties to sign up with a paid cellular hosting subscription. Please visit smartrain.net or call 877-346-3333. Nick, good morning. Good morning. So, Nick, is that about as much fun as an offensive lineman can have, running for 441 yards, pancaking guys, blowing guys up, watch your teammates run into the end zone? Yeah, no, it was a lot of fun for sure. I mean, you know, going out there and doing our job. um, But, you know, uh, we got to make sure that we keep focused and, you know, don't soak in it too much and, uh, you know, start preparing for Arizona. Your guy's been in this conference living in the uh, L.A. area, so you know a lot about it. Do you think right now you're playing as well as any team in the conference is playing? Uh, I do believe so. I, I believe we're playing as well as any team in the country right now with how we're playing, and I think that uh, if we continue to do our job, good things will happen, and uh, that's, that's what we need to continue to do. So it's been a good run here. There have been a lot of good performances and a lot of good results Uh Looking back, though, can you explain the Oregon State thing? Because you're right, you're playing at a really high level now, and obviously that night you weren't. Uh, like I said, you know, you can't focus on the past. Uh, you know, we look forward to hopefully seeing them again in uh, December. And, uh, you know, maybe it's them, maybe it's Oregon, maybe it's Washington State. It's a high race up there. And, um, you know, we still got to focus on what we got going down here to get to that point. So we need to make sure that we take care of Arizona first. Were you surprised at all on how easy it was against Stanford? Three guys running for 100 yards, you blow them out by 45 points? Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, they're, they're a good program. They're, they pride themselves on being physical, and uh, that's what we pride ourselves on doing. And uh, we just went out there and did it. And, uh, you know, the end result happened. And, um, yeah. So it's a little thing, it's kind of a footnote, but the Utes won the toss, and Kyle often puts the, he'll defer, which means the defense is going out on the field usually, and he took the ball and put the offense out on the field. Did that mean anything a little special to you, that he had confidence in the offense and gave him the ball right away? Yeah, for sure. I mean, you can see that in the recent games as well. He has a lot of confidence in our offense and what we're doing, and that we're going to start fast out the gate and go score and, you know, get things rolling, so it's a great thing he he has even said it uh prior to the game you know and you know it's just it's a good feeling knowing that uh, uh coach Witt has you know great respect for his uh, offense now because i mean he is a you know great coach offense and defense but he loves defense he's a defensive guy and um you know that's how it's been for years but i think he sees uh you know what we're doing on offense and he definitely has given us the opportunity to you know take advantage of that when the team plays on a Friday night and wins, then how fun is it to have Saturday off? Oh, it was amazing. I got to freaking sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I had a, a like a hundred and one degree fever during the game, so you like did. I was knocked out Saturday. <laughs> what time do you guys get back in those situations like that and those late games on the road? Shoot, we got. I probably didn't fall asleep till about five thirty in the morning. No, oh, brother. Six. So when you watch the film, 
Are they well? First off, are you going when you win like that? Do you watch as much film? And if so, are the coaches still going to find mistakes? Because I'd have to look it up. But you're averaging seven, eight, nine yards a carry. I mean, the numbers were massive. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, we were still going to go in and watch film and you know correct our mistakes and you know look forward to getting twenty two percent better. And I mean, we went in today. And, you know, there were some minor things, uh, not a lot of things, but there were some minor things and things we can clean up and. You know, plays that went for long distances and everything else, you know, there's still, you know, uh, like maybe it's an improper step, maybe it's whatever. You know, the end result may have been a pancake or a seal block for a touchdown, but at the same time, you want to make sure that you address everything. So, um, you know, the game's a game of football. The football is um, inches and seconds. So, you know, we've got to make sure every uh, step and movement is not wasted. From a media slash fan standpoint, which is what I am, I'm not a player, obviously. For me, the college football season just blows by so fast. And here we are already in November. You got three games left, last road game, I think, and all that. From the player perspective, how fast, if it is even fast, does the season go by? Uh, It goes by ridiculously fast. Season is the fastest time of the year. Winter conditioning is probably one of the longest. Uh, same thing with the summer. And, um, you know, we get into a routine and, um, you know, we wake up sometimes at like 6.30 in the morning and, you know, get back home probably about 7, 8 o'clock. So your days are filled and, you know, you fall back asleep and then boom, it's the next day. And, you know, that kind of happens. And, I mean, just a second ago, I mean, you know, it was winter conditioning and all of a sudden it's season and now season's, like 70, 80% done, 90% done. And, um, yeah, it just goes by really quick. You don't really, uh, you know, realize it till after. And that's one thing they always tell us here ever since my freshman year and ever, like every freshman is, you know, cherish every moment because it goes by and goes by. So some of the moments to cherish. There were a couple in the game. Uh, Pledger breaking off a 96-yard touchdown run. You've told us before that you come to the line of scrimmage. Actually, they had a shot of you during the game, and I saw you doing it. Uh, and you're you're looking not just at you know the D line and the linebackers, but you're checking the secondary. And that shot in the game, you were doing that. Did you know that Pledger was going to have a chance to break a big one on that 96-yard touchdown run, or did that surprise you a little bit? Uh, yeah, I mean uh, the way the box was fitting up and everything. Uh, you know, it was a good box, and we knew we were going to be headed up well. And, um, you know, we were looking in the front side, and that, that safety was the only one sitting there. And I said, all right, well, if this safety don't make the play, then it's, it's going to go. And if the safety makes the play, it's going to be about a 10- to 12-yard gain. And, you know, CJ did a great job getting that first 10- to 12 yards and, you know, stiff-arming that safety and making a miss. And, you know, that, that's the ultimate difference because um, in the past game, it's a little easier to see uh, pre-snap. Uh, because, you know, you, you'll have somebody who's lower, who's not in the area, and, uh, you know, the route structure's going that way. Uh, but in the run game, it's more, okay, everyone in the box is taken care of. Who's the free hitter? Because there's always going to be a free hitter, whether that's a safety in the open field or a linebacker in the goal line situation. And um, at that point, it's the running back's one-on-one job to take care of that. And if the running back takes care of it, it's going to happen exactly like TJ's run happens. 
You talk of how when you're a freshman, you're told by the upperclassmen, juniors and seniors, to cherish this because it does go by fast. And you wonder if you're a freshman and you seem like three or four or five years down the road seems forever. And then when you get there and you look back, you realize it's not forever. It was almost like metaphorically overnight. At what point did you, along the timeline, realize, hey, this thing does really go by fast? Uh... Dude, I probably realized that probably like my wrestler, sophomore wrestler junior, uh, back in like 19, uh, especially 19, because I came in with a lot of older boys, like Lil Falamaka, Loco Otafe, Lonnie, shit, I was here with Lowell and Swift, and, you know, by about 2019, all my, you know, original friends were gone. Yeah. It was an entire new team and an entire new d- dynamic, like just the type of people who were around. I was like, dang, man, like <laughs> I got in here and I was looking at them like, oh man, y'all are some old heads, like y'all are the last of your kind and about two, three years later, I'm like, hold on, I'm that old head now. <laughs> and now, especially because I look at them out, and, you know, a lot of my boys who came in with me, class of 17, John Penasini, Marquise Blair, um, you know, people like that. And, you know, they're, they're gone. They're, they're playing Jalen Johnson. There's just, yeah, I've seen a lot of people come and go. And, yeah, I'm, a, I'm an old guy now. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. So that would uh, maybe give you a little perspective of what coaches are thinking. You know, Kyle's been there so long. He was head coach for guys who are 35, pushing 40. He's assistant coach, and there are guys who played for him who are 45 or pushing 50. Yeah, no, that's... That's freaking insane. I mean, everyone knows Coach Witt's been at it for a long time. There's definitely a bunch of other guys who've been at it for a long time, too. And, you know, I mean, I for sure know they, they like, they know they've been around for a while. The guys you just mentioned, Penasini and uh, who was it? I already forgot. Uh, Jalen Johnson oh, and Blair. All those guys, as you say, they're NFL guys. Uh, with last year being a non-counting year as far as the eligibility clock, uh, uh, what are your thoughts as far as you potentially moving on to the NFL? Uh, there's a good there's a good chance, you know, but uh, I I I don't want to look forward the future i need to take care of business now if i take care of business now you know it's going to be good for me and i'll have the opportunity to go and if i you know get lost and you know the headlights and keep looking forward then i'm gonna be you know not stuck in a bad way but you know just like not have that ability to go there so i know ultimately i got to get my job handled like here before i even think about doing anything else well you guys are huge favorites over Arizona, but how do you make sure guys don't look past Arizona to a huge game with Oregon because Jacksonville just beat Buffalo? I mean, if something like that can happen, then anything can happen in a football game. How do you make sure the guys aren't looking ahead? You're a team leader and probably have to set that tone. Uh, just simple. It's just leading by example and, you know, working. Everyone's out here working. Everyone's, you know, watching film already, watching film on Arizona, getting ahead. Um that's the main thing, um, especially for leaders, is, you know, uh, like me, Devin Lloyd, Nephi, Cam, Covey, Mika, we're all, you know, going to take it serious because it is a one and all week every single week. So, you know, we need to come into the building and watch the film we need to watch. And on top of that, 
you know, we need to um, go ahead and get out on the field, go in the weight room and, you know, grind like it's fall camp. And uh, we continue to do that, then, you know, everyone else will follow along. Mostly night games, but this is going to be a noon start. What are your thoughts about that? Say again? Mostly, you play mostly night games, but this is going to be a noon start in Tucson. What do you think about that? Oh, I love it. You're going to get to wake up and get out there and get going. That'll be fun for sure. Yeah, you get home and be asleep before 530 in the morning, yeah, really, too. That's so a got, big one. You got that going for you. Yeah, no, the formula is like you, on average, when you start the game, it's about eight to nine hours after you start is when you'll be in bed. Nick, as always, we appreciate it. Thanks for a few minutes. Congrats on the win against Stanford, and we will talk to you next week. Thank you. You guys stay safe. Nick Ford, University of Utah offensive lineman. Nine hours. Hey, be home by 9 o'clock? How unusual is that? I think that's awesome. The road. I mean, I think it's the way it should be, but now obviously it's not the way it is, and it's not the way it's going to be. No. But it's good to to have the cats suck to where – they don't want you. I had somebody had told me uh, weeks ago, oh, that'll be a day game because there's just not, not enough eyeballs for Tucson and Salt Lake City mm-hmm. for the networks. Nothing to do with the football program. It's just the way it is. They would have to have, have great seasons going to want that game. Yeah. And obviously Arizona wasn't going to have a great season going. All right, DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Utah State football coach Blake Anderson is here at 930. Stay with us.